3: I'm feeling a bit peckish. What am I in the mood for? Mmm, I know. How about what goes on top of spaghetti? It's a
2: meatball!
3: Yes! Yes, that's her.
2: (laughs) Yes, it's me!
3: Today's special guest is Meatball who is filling in for our host, Alaska, who prefers a meat substitute um, because she's vegan. And uh, she's chasing off cowboy dick in Brooklyn. We see you, boy radio, Mm -hmm. in that white fringe, honey. Ooh, Ooh, he's big too. Oh, honey, I hope somebody's getting it right. Oh, my God.
2: Today we talk about doing drag with no bags. Oh, no bag drag. Okay, I see. And the young children on the internet think that they can talk shit to actual living legends. School is in session. And our senators still don't get what we want. And we wanted to fund the police. Why are elected officials so dense? Wait till Gia Gunn gets into office. Plus, the DMs
3: have truly popped off. We've got curved dricks, straight dicks, beiney dricks, and brochary
2: dricks. Call all the sea life and the birds and the dogs and the car horns. It's time for some yeah.
3: hot. hot, hot. 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 Slice.
1: forever Dog.
3: welcome back for another steaming piping scalding silent version of hot god this is our weekly dolphin trainer chat show where we talk about events in our lives, gossip, and politics and politics, and take a deep dive into the DMs. Now, let's get into some hot gossingtons. That's hot goss. It is. Thank you, Chase. Um, we have a special, special guest. Please welcome in your ears and get your wet wipes ready. She's here to make a mess. It's our guest host, Meatball! Hello! <laughs> Do you know Wicked? I do know Wicked. I am a Wicked fan. Good, 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 good. Are you going to sing something from it?
2: I just did. Oh, did ah! you? You know, I'm used to hearing it in the original key. Well, then you must not know Shoshana Bean because she went down an octave.
3: Honey, she does all the keys. She's (laughs) a fucking locksmith, honey. Shoshana Bean has every key there is. She's Um, so good. She's amazing. I I saw her do it with Josh Lehman, a friend of the pod. She's done it. She's done everything. I saw her do Funny Girl. I drove up to some bumfuck town in Massachusetts. And then I found out at the end of Funny Girl, they don't do that. Oh, my man, I love him. So song. They just do rain on my parade twice. First (gasps) act, second act. So I was like, what the fuck? Why didn't you sing that one song? She's like, it's not in the play. And I was like, that's what?
2: Well, you know, good news is is now that Leah Michelle is not going to be Funny Girl. She got that role snatched from her. Honey, she was never a funny girl to begin with.
3: Oh, she was a dramatic it, girl, and now she's a, she's a lady. And she's not even a funny lady. She's an old pregnant lady. On, no, she's not pregnant anymore. She had that baby, so we don't oh. even have to be nice to her anymore now that she's pre- not pregnant. Good. Fuck that bitch. Uh, the they worst experience right? I've ever had on set with her.
2: <gasps> oh, I didn't nasty. know you had
3: worked with her. Na- uh-huh. I left the set of Glee because of how she treated me. She was a nasty <gasps> bitch. That's the only word for it. Well, good. I'm yeah. glad. But we don't have any of that nastiness here at the mom headquarters. Um, no,
2: absolutely not.
3: Have you been finding your time as a mom girl since the mergers and acquisitions went through for Sloppy Pod? Um, <laughs> has, has, <laughs> has your time here been
2: Well? It's been serviceable. No, it's been absolutely (laughs) wonderful. I can't believe that I am on the mom network. It's so fun. It's it's this is a very weird experience because I listen to this podcast every week. So it was hard for me to not do your interjections during the intro. Oh, you could have. Do you want to do it again, bitch? No. Okay, fine. (laughs) She's like, no, I got the check. I don't need to do all that. (laughs) It hasn't processed yet, but it's it's ready. Um, You need the last four Your social and a stool sample. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for
3: having me. Of course. And thank you for chewing all your food before you got onto the microphone.
2: Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. We have you know, the last time I was hosts. here, it was with Miss Gina Gum. And much like the COVID virus, she ignored me. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, God sends blessings
3: in many forms. <laughs> Sometimes his greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Um, life is a mystery. Everyone must stand alone. I hear Gina Gum call your
2: name, and it feels like home. Uh huh. Home feels like she got locked down at home for seven days. <laughs> this not home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's
3: definitely. Um, I I just hope her senate race isn't compromised.
2: <laughs> she is up for the recall. She was. She was. Yeah. Um. What are you eating these days, bitch? Um. I'm still on my corn dog, my Korean fried cheese diet. Mm -hmm. which is every two days I eat three of them, half mozzarella, half cheddar. What are you eating? Well, ooh, today I had a gummy vitamin. It's for hair, skin, and nails. Mm. Might I say that hair is long and luscious. I saw some pictures of you in chrome with your full mane out. (laughs) Bitch, that's incredible. How do you hide that under a wig? I uh, braid it and then
3: tie it in a knot on my head and then 19 bobby pins wow yeah i'm gonna you cut sh- it all off soon so
2: for charity or just because you want to get trade
3: Uh no, her name's not charity her name's denisha she's my <laughs> um she's my old make a wish kid and um she lives so she gets another wish so i'm getting her awake
2: how wonderful
3: yeah nice girl our sister akiria c davenport is in london right now doing a tour with all the girls bb lala re uh the girls and her bags got lost so
2: has this ever happened to you no, but I have forgotten my pads before. And so like in a hotel room, I've made uh, towel pads, towel pads uh-huh. and stuffed it. And it actually looked better than my normal pads. But have you ever forgotten anything? Yeah, I've forgotten my wig twice. And one of
3: the times I went out in the audience and found a girl in a blonde wig and just said, we'll make her a t-shirt turban with t-shirt merch. And she wore, <laughs> she wore a nice little turban. Um and then I gave her her wig back after the show. I had like a hat to put in the front because the front was rotted. It was a hard front, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I got a wig at a gig. But it's hard enough to uh, look good with without any luggage. So Akira, yeah. she hit it. She went. She went killed it over to H and M. I think. Got. I don't want to li- see no fucking H and M. Don't tell RuPaul. She got three days what? with no bags, so she's using makeup from her sisters. And, um,
2: you know, she went to, she went to H&M and bought three black mini dresses and Mm -hmm. turned out, if you can go to her, uh, Twitter and see it, but she turned out this incredible cutout gown. Yeah. It looks like straight up like some B. Kala Mugler type of fashion cutout gorgeousness. I mean, I could never. I couldn't imagine pulling something together that quickly. Do you have any like sa- like what do you do for safety in case your bag doesn't arrive?
3: Well, I I always carry my wigs now with me. Okay. Because a wig is ho- a wig does most of the work for me. Mhm. You know, um if m- when my bags haven't arrived, I flew from like I think San Fran to Colorado, Colorado to Texas once. And when I got to Texas, I woke up on the plane and found out we weren't in Houston. We were in Dallas. Oh, no. Because we got rerouted because of a storm. Yet I still had a show. And it was like my third reschedule with this club because I was filming stuff. So I had to get there. So I rented a car, drove in hail from Dallas to like this town in Texas, McAllen. The bags did not show up in Houston like they said they would because I missed a flight from Colorado to Texas, the first one in a connection. So my bags made the flight because I started in San Fran. So I expected my bags at this McAllen airport. So I land there, expect um, my bags there when I pull up with my rental car from Dallas. No bags the girls get me together. I'm in uh, a wig made out of like 18 ponytails. Um, I asked all the girls for their scoochiest garments. Like, what do you wear when the trade comes over? (laughs) Two of them pulled out little body stockings. One had something else. Another had dick tape because like, you know, um, Erica's Andrews influence was felt there and the good tape was present. And, uh, the girls got me together. A girl named Stella. She was wonderful. She put me up and like, i borrowed shoes that fit and i just remember being like this is a money-making outfit i want to keep this i'm stealing
2: this they were
3: lovely i i had walmart makeup Um, oh see i can't i'm good with fingers as long as i have some i need like a couple things i need lashes some black eyeliner some white eyeliner lash glue a bronzer a blush and a lip pencil and some glitter. And that's all I really, really and need. And you can
2: make it happen? Ooh, and no, no, no. foundation is always good, too. Yeah. See, now, I now always travel with a tiny wig in my backpack and my full set of makeup on me on oh. the plane. Because I feel like my makeup is what can save me. Because I showed up to Minneapolis in a similar situation. My bag didn't show up. It eventually showed up later, so it got to the hotel right as I was, like, finishing my makeup. But I had already prepared, like, a bed sheet gown. I was, like, in full makeup and a scoochie wig, just, like, flat banged. And I was ready to go. And then they had dropped it off at the airport. And so right as I was let going to the gig, I was able to pick it up. But, I mean, oh, wow. I feel like I always had to have my makeup. I don't have the bone structure like you.
3: Um... Yeah. I, I see some bones in the back. Oh, those are lemon pepper wing bones. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I think this is one of the reasons that I always fly Delta because I don't trust other airlines. American sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, Air France um, can suck a dick from the back because oh. they lost a curious bag. They've lost my shit before. This is why I like Delta and I don't fuck with other planes other than delta really
2: i will say three days is a long like that bag is gone gone if it's been three days someone else snatched it
3: honey not not to not to recall the coach fiasco of season 13 but give her her bag give her her
4: bag give her her bag France, was, if you're listening give her her bag was it both of her bags it seems like said it was everything. Big flower costume that she wore in All Stars was in the bag. Ugh, not the Joshua Ponte.
2: No, no. Oh my God! Well, she looks stunning. She's not wearing a wig. She's doing like a glittery head wrap, which is is cunty gorge. Uh, her sisters are all helping
3: her, and these H and M dresses were seven dollars each. And she came. She she won the mini challenge, baby. That looks
2: more expensive than anything I own. <sighs> um my
3: my agreeance is deafening (laughs) Ah! um Uh, dipper have you ever missed a gig because they lost your bags what was he gonna miss
4: his jock strap he's fine (laughs) (laughs) his ham and cheese outfit (laughs) no but i do always travel with like a little singlet and my music in my backpack because my bag is mostly merch Mm. i learned that from you willem Bring as much merch as you can on the airplane. Oh, yeah. Merch, merch, merch. Let's hear about Coco Peru. Now, oh. Miss
2: Coco Peru has to defend herself. The young Drag Race fans are being ma- messy with Miss Coco Peru. And they're inserting themselves under her comments onto her friends' social media. So you know how like the queens like to drag each other a little bit? Mm-hmm. Like on um, every Twitter post from any Drag Race girl, uh, what is her name? Bianca Del Rio will comment something shady.
3: In all caps so she can see it because she's going blind. <laughs> she she old. She's blind with hate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, Miss Coco does kind of a similar thing, but with her friends. And I don't think that these Drag Race fans know who she is.
3: So, some of them are idiots and they don't know past the year 2000. Coco is the first drag queen I ever saw really in a movie in Trick. Yeah. And like I've memorized that monologue, but it burns one. Like it's. Yeah. She is famous. She's famous. Yes. To... The first
2: time I ever saw her was in Will and Grace. And that's when I was like, oh, this is an option. That like, too. She's yeah. been
3: recurring on that. She's done at least like three or four or five mm-hmm. episodes. Even she's... in the
2: newer, the remake of it or whatever they did. Mm-hmm. The Miss Reboot Le Baton. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: <laughs> she's so funny. So she's commenting on, these, on a photo of some drag queen who says, suddenly I'm humming Beauty and the Beast um and someone wrote back miss coco peru maybe he's in on your joke i have no idea but to my assessment it's rather obvious that you're an opportunist that is trying to ride desperately on his fame and coattails a who's she calling he and his
4: bianca (laughs) bianca how
3: dare she she don't know us i love when okay and then there's another miss coco peru eh You don't have to go out of your way just to struggle to say mean things on every drag queen's post. It loses its cachet and humor. Pace yourself, darling. Uh,
2: Another one. Miss Coco Peru. Okay, for real. Who even are you? LOL. Hashtag never heard of her. Hashtag jealous much. And
3: Coco is reposting these on her Instagram and she's doing the service of blacking out these people's names at least. Um, Mm -mm.
2: I would have let them have it. I would have left their name in it.
3: She she's nice and she's playing redactatrons, but I <laughs> definitely would not. I've I've put up people's stuff and I was like, This is what I this is what we deal with sometimes, you know, when it gets too much. Yeah. And then comes the flip side where you're like, Oh, well, you're you're like half doxing them. You wanted you knew your fans would go after them. They had to go on private. It's like, well, fuck them. They're yeah. rotted. They they're, should.
2: Yeah. If that's how they're talking to her, they're probably talking to a lot of other people worse. You know what and I mean? This is a prime example of.
3: People being a fan of drag or people being a fan of drag race. Exactly. If you don't know who Coco Peru is, you're a drag race fan. Mm. Not, don't call yourself a fan of drag. If you say hateful things to some queen that you don't know on the internet, what you actually are is um, probably me, but also um, <laughs> rotted, rotted and gutted.
2: Also, it's clear that what she's writing is jokes, and they're good jokes. It's Coco Peru, so the fans are taking it personal on account of the actual queen. Which is like, if they were upset about it, they would say something. It's not up to you, a random person. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm, I don't... I'm, I mean, some people have time on their hands to to do this kind of bullshit. But if you have time on your hands to make a rotted comment, you could at least look up who Coco Peru is instead of writing. Never heard. Who are you? Never even heard of her. yeah a quick
2: google would put you in your place real fast
3: real real fast um i love the fans i'm not complaining but i hate them
2: legend fuck them (laughs) all i hope they all die all right now it's time for the rainbow spot okay wait i actually don't believe what i just said i just got really caught up in the moment um now the rainbow spotlight is oh you're why don't you introduce this is your sis
3: oh yeah 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 i'm excited for this rainbow spotlight this is by my sister miss kylie sonique love written by john duff a friend of the pod um this song is a bop and a half honey it's called do it like dolly back it up good golly it's such an earworm she looks sickening she's turning out classic dolly looks is she borrowing
2: Uh, any of your shoes for the video
3: uh, there is a line about high-heeled boots and I can tell you for a fact, the boots are Zanotti. Giuseppe. <laughs> yes. They're Giuseppe. Um, And she looks wonderful. We have cameos from our sisters, Raja O'Hara, uh, Miss John Duff, Miss John Duff F. Squire, um, and then who Aurora else? Aurora Sexton. Aurora played mm. uh, Jane Fonda in the 95 yeah. section. It's such a great video. Dance Miss Chalet. We got um, bad kid, we got all the dancers. It's a wonderful little video. And she looks sickening, so do it like Dolly, pump it, listen to it, wherever. We're gonna play it now. Big hair, don't
0: care, long nails deep in hell. Big breast to fill my chest, big old heart and big old breast. I once was demure. Well, thank God I found the cure. Don't just drop all the charges. I'm living like Dolly Parties, alright all right she's just like a butterfly yeah when I'm feeling low turn around her now here I go
3: drag, drag. Ah, and use code helixpartner20
1: this is the best offer yet and it's not gonna last long it's so
3: good i'm gonna say it again that's helixsleep.com slash drag and use code helix partner 20
1: with helix better sleep starts now
3: Drag.
2: Drag. And we are back, back. Ah! Oh, that's for my pod I'm so sorry Um, <laughs> You have many pods, two pods, right? Just the one uh, We just I come thought- out twice a week Oh, I see what you mm-hmm, do. hmm hmm Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Have you ever heard of Trisha Paytas? I have heard of Trisha Paytas. Have you met Trisha Paytas? I have. Actually, <gasps> I hung out with her at Gigi Gorgeous the
3: last time I saw her. What? Yeah. What? And it was all love. We were fine. Um uh one of my friends kind of uh mentioned that her boyfriend at the time, years ago. Was um, had incidents of homosexuality in his past because his penis had been in my friend. And yet this guy was dating, dating Trisha. So we were like, huh? So we went on the internet and we're like, you're a dick sucker. Um, Oh no! In some regard. And... um, other people followed and it kind of became
2: messy I think but oh were you, know. you the ones that leaked that that was her uh-huh. boyfriend before previous to Jason Nash he was like her uh-huh. kind of close to her age that was me
3: um and my friend well... so we did that and um but before that I had uh met her filming for the People's Choice Awards maybe you've heard of them <laughs> um yeah in like 2000 I think Five or six. I remember it was a rainy January morning, and all the guys from Jackass were chasing us on a golf course in the valley. I was in drag, um, in end in heels, running on grass. And Trisha oh and I gosh. were just like, we had this moment where we were like, What the fuck are we doing? Why is stevo running after us? Um, yeah, it was it was a messy day, but you know, drag queens and Trisha and a messy I mean, day go, go hand together. in
2: hand. Yeah, Have you been I,
3: keeping up with her recently no i haven't oh. i don't know if i follow her but i do love all of her fashions her hair her mm-hmm. makeup her cars her foods when she sits on the floor and cries
2: yeah i mean it's all great stuff what's I'm just... going on with her do you keep oh, up with she her she was well dur- a little bit during the pandemic she became like the internet's favorite and everyone was like team trisha and doing all this stuff and then Maybe a month ago, she kind of fell out of favor and is spiraling. And BuzzFeed did an article on her where she stated that she makes eight hundred thousand dollars a month. How wonderful for her doing her in uh, doing her OnlyFans and all of her YouTube videos. Oh, she's on OnlyFans too. Mm-hmm. She's uh, a squirter. Wait. Do you oh, believe huh? that squirt is real or is it Pete? That's not piss. That's uh, squirt. Squirt. Squirt is real. Um,
3: I I think I've seen it. I've definitely smelled it. Oh, no. Squirt is a thing. It is. It's from a. It's from a different. It, in the same way that um, certain bottoms can uh, cream.
2: Okay. Okay. <laughs> first of all, no. First of all, how? No, creaming isn't real. Yes, it is. No. Okay. If there is just recently, because on, on Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball, we had a huge conversation about this that the anal mucus glands only create mucus for poop. So, in order for you to have like a, a self lubricating asshole, you have an STD, you need to see a doctor, there's something going on down
4: there. That's fake news, Meatball. Because remember, Matthew Camp said, famously, the rectum secretes 27 different types of mucuses. And then
2: everyone came for us because Matthew <laughs> Camp is not a doctor.
4: Girl. But he's been
2: um, in more holes than most doctors have. I. Are you a creamer?
3: I. Have I creamed? Um. Have I creamed? Will I apologize for it? No. <laughs> um. I don't know because I don't. I don't have eyes in the back of my head. But. Um. I do know that you have to really, really, really be turned on to be creaming. So. I think I have. But I'm also, like, lactose free. So it's hard for me to cream.
2: hmm
3: Um. But uh, if I did, I'll put some in a jar and save it for you. Thank you. Speaking of makeup, Meatball, how is the Diamond Diva palette re released with Hip Dot going?
2: It was going great. It's going great. <laughs> it's going great. We're having a wonderful time. Um, not a neutral we... to be found in there. Nope, nothing natural. No, not even a black. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. We had a great second run of it. It was wonderful this time. I mean, the issue with the, well, the issue I had with it the first time was that we released it during a pandemic and it just like, who was worried about buying a bunch of makeup when they're trapped at home? And then this time we were like, yay, everything's open. We're going to be able to go to a pride and I'm going to be able to like shell out my makeup at prides. And then of course it was like, again, nothing was open. Well, there's always 2028. just uh, yeah, same palette, twenty twenty eight, same jokes. Ashley O, that's relevant still. I mean, shrinkle, shrinkle, Tinkle yeah, there's,
3: there's some good colors in there. I like it. Check it out if if you like makeup. Um, uh, also check out this next little tune. Tune. Do you want to sing with me? Do you know the song? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know it. Five, six, seven, eight.
0: Let's, Let's
2: get,
3: get political. Get political.
0: Oh, oh. political. political. I want to get get political.
3: Oh, yep. There you go. Uh, Okay. We're going to have to send you uh, the sheet music, I guess. Um, Someone was
2: a little flat and it wasn't me. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, well, you're the one without pads, so Ah! go get your towels. (laughs) Uh,
3: We have some important political news. The Black Lives Matter Twitter, which if you're following is BLK Lives Matter, says, just a couple of hours ago, and this was August 10th, every Senate Democrat voted with Republicans on an amendment to the infrastructure and budget bill that would eliminate federal funding for local governments that defund the police. They said, make no mistake, this is a universal attempt to silence the demands from the streets. This is an attempt to put their movement in check. No one, we repeat, no one had the back of our revolutionary movement in the Senate. So... Um, they go further in saying one of the two black Democratic senators, Cory Booker, said in a speech tonight that he thinks this amendment is a gift that would let Democrats put to bed this scurrilous accusation that somebody in this great esteemed body would want to defund the police. What? what? Further, this Twitter account, Black Lives Matter, says fam, this is the time to sound the damn alarm. We must show these folks that we hold the power. Our demand is real. We must divest from the systems that are killing us and reimagine public safety as a public health imperative for Black people. Um, this is all true. I, I saw someone stopped on the corner the other day, and I didn't know that there were two other people filming already from across the street, but mm-hmm. I stopped and I started my phone because like, I saw like five cops and one Black guy, and I was like, what was he doing? I saw them roll up a homeless guy. It was literally on Selma where all the homeless people are below my, and I was like, he was literally sitting there, not smoking, not doing nothing. I think it was the day that they like sweep the street that, that one month, Mm -hmm. one day a month that they do that. They hadn't started. He was just sitting there. And I was like, you know, like,
2: if, if I don't, who's going to do it? What Exactly. And they, they, they gang up for no reason. It's like, there's no need for five cops. It's one person. If you can't do it with two people, then there's a problem there already. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't be doing the job if you're a cop and you can't do it without excessive force. Ig- exactly. And this is insane because it's like, the whole Black Lives Matter movement was, I mean, it was fighting to defund the police to get more social uh, equities for people and... Democrats, Democrats saw that we vote for democratic leaders and then they vote against everything that we stand for. So it's like, at what point does our vote just stop mattering?
3: When do we need to get the right people in power? I feel like, and our generation is going to be the one to do that, like to cut the payola and the bullshit and like, you know, all the crap that has gone on with like oil and gun control. Mm -hmm. Like those people that are funding our politicians now, because that's how they got into power uh pork bellies i don't know what that is but the meat industry's big i guess oh um, i just
2: tried to make some pork belly the other day i burned it though
3: well did you did you sit on the stove uh front side first or back side first well i started in the front mama you know <sighs> a girl there's also something going on with california where if you live here apparently there's another election we got to vote in a yes recall
2: Wh- yes who are we calling we're we're go- they're trying to recall Gavin Newsom. Why? What there- did he do? She's great, isn't she? Yeah. Well, it's not our favorite, but if we do recall, if he does get recalled, then it becomes a Republican-powered huh. state. So, Wait.
0: oh, is we it just to-
2: is an election just
3: between Gavin and a Republican? The yeah. vote
4: right now is just for the recall. It's just for the recall. Wait, and what then does the recall be- do? T- it- takes him out of office. Yeah, literally oh. just remove him from power, like recall the, his, him winning the election.
2: And then that frees it up for a possibility of a Republican leader to come in, which would change everything about California. Yeah. So if you live in California, vote no on the recall of Gavin Newsom, and then we will, re- we will vote a different Democrat in, but we don't want any Republicans in. I heard that if a Republican
3: becomes the governor— Then they get to appoint a senator if Mm -hmm. a senator happens to die. And one of our senators is the oldest Democratic senator in the in the the house. Her name's Dianne Feinstein. She's 88. So not to be indelicate about it, but like if that happened and we got a Republican senator in there, that would flip the the Senate, I think. And then it would be a Republican controlled entity. Mm -hmm. And that Mitch McConnell guy is still there and he's still not dead. How is this happening?
4: I don't know.
3: Didn't we just vote for Gavin? Why do why do why why can we recall? Because they got
4: enough votes to propose the recall and bring it to public election. Because they're trying Christ. to do that strategy. Yeah, exactly. This is a lot. It's I a lot. like. Are they going to give me another sticker at least for the voting thing? You will get another you sticker. Will get a sticker. They, I just got an alert that my ballot is in the mail. Yeah, So, so
2: keep out. Keep a lookout because it's going to be mailed to you. I want to get another sticker
3: because last time I put it over my hole and put it on my OnlyFans. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It was great. It was very ballot box. We're going to take a break and talk about our holes. Welcome back to Hot Goss. It is a known fact that while our diva sister, Alaska Trontic, is on the road, we're going to be doing a tip spot to fill in her spot. We're looking for a new cast position, maybe a fill-in, maybe a permanent cast member. This girl hails from the North. She's our queen. Uh, she will be accepting loonies, toonies, and vivances. Her name (laughs) is Gigi Gorgeous, Gorgeous.
0: yes, with the vivance, (laughs) vivance, vivance, a dance with vivance. Uh huh, you already know, crushed
2: up Adderall girl, but I understand. I see you.
0: Come on, meatball. (laughs) Meatball. It's it's been been a minute. It's so it's so nice to see you again.
2: Again, I, I don't think we've ever met before. This is so incredible. It's so think, nice to meet you for the first time ever.
0: I think last time I saw you, you were ass up in my pool. No, at my Plus birthday it couldn't party. Couldn't have been me.
2: Couldn't have been me. I
0: well, don't. There's so. there's video evidence, so it could have been, and it was. I think
2: that might have been silky ganache. <laughs> I think you might have me confused. No, 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 no. Okay, no.
0: girl. Well, nice to meet you then. Nice
2: to meet you too. Thank you for letting me steal Barbies from your house and run a, a true muck all across your property. Of a, a course. Gorgeous property.
0: It just felt right.
3: That wasn't Silky Ganache. That was a large Buddha at the end of the pool that spits water. <laughs> <laughs> in actuality, I was at this party. Uh, Meatball, you turned the party. You, I'm pretty sure you pooped in all of her uh, five bathrooms.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Fine. Hey, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't poop in any of them, but I did pee in three of them and okay, stole work. Barbies from two of them.
0: <gasps> That's where they went. They're literally right here.
2: <laughs> One of them is missing a shoe. So if you find it, let me know and I can come swing by and grab it.
0: I'm dying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't die. You ha- you're you too busy to die. You're a YouTuber, an
3: influencer, an author and podcaster. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you... I've
0: joined you guys. I've joined the ranks.
3: Welcome to the future, queerified with Gigi Gorgeous and Mimi. Um, yeah. is a wonderful pod. Y'all had Paris.
0: We had Paris. Yes, and we're about to have you, Willem.
3: I'm so excited. I mean, that's that's quite the the downgrade from Paris to to me, but I'll I'll be there. Well, be...
0: Meatball, also uh, the invitation is extended if you would come over and record. That would be fierce. You could oh give me God, back the Barbies. I definitely
2: will. I'm just kidding. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding about the Barbies. Oh, no, I thought you were like, don't come over ever again.
2: Why no. don't you tell us quickly, how did you start this podcast?
0: So, I mean, I've always been a talker. I've always been obsessed with like connecting with people. And I feel like my favorite podcasts to listen to are just conversations. It's not like interviews, like the same question over and over and over again. Right. So I was like me and my friend, he lives in Toronto. He's my best friend, longest friend ever. We're always on the phone. It's like, why don't we just do a weekly thing where we invite people over? Some of us, some of them may be our friends. Like Paris Hilton. And some of them (laughs) might not be our friends, you know, and we just are learning things about them. And it's, it's like not to be cheesy, but it's like a safe space for people that can listen anywhere around the world and just be like, I feel seen, I feel heard. And like, this is just, they look forward to it every week.
3: Um, It's a podcast, so no one can actually be seen, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> this is an audio format, ma'am. I know you're new you to bet. the game, so <laughs> just laying out the rules. Yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> well, I will say, so I just did a podcast room in my house, so I'm really trying to get the dolls over. And when Paris came over, she brought her little dog, Diamond Baby, and I was so scared that she was going to poo in this room you know i have cats they can smell everything i'm like yeah. this room is officially going to be a no cat zone but no she's very well behaved if anyone was wondering
3: wait what's the podcast room did you waste no
0: time in giving tiffany's uh room the overhaul oh. no it was a room that we actually didn't use so i was like this is perfect and it's soundproof it's away it's just it's my little safe zone it's like a little mini apartment
2: Gord. i love just a room we didn't use we did we had this room mansion. oh my gosh i thought it was a closet it's a whole
0: room well oh, it was filled with like in here it, it was filled <laughs> with like boxes and stuff so we didn't use it because it was like all trash in here but we got that shit out
3: it's it's where you went to open all uh your wedding presents <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. You, you've been married for like two years now and i know because i went to your wedding it was fabulous how is married life how's your husband
0: Mrs. Oh my husband! I mean, Mister Getty is same old, same old. Never been better. I'm pissed. I still don't have a green card yet. The oh. attorneys and the lawyers, all of that takes so long. It's like the longest process ever. Everyone's like, "Oh, you, are you a du- dual citizenship?" I'm like, "No, girl. I'm still on my visa." It just is taking so long. Trump fucked it up for us.
3: I so I crazy. I was with you at the airport coming home from Rome, and I seriously thought that you were going to have to. Um, you know, take a boat or something. They they did not seem like they were going to let the doll on the plane.
0: No, that was so bad. Oh, my God. I actually already forgot about that. I I try to, uh, you know, compartmentalize my trauma. No, that was <laughs> really scary. I was so scared. It was I'm so thankful we showed up quite early to the airport because I yeah. was like, if the dolls are late for the for the plane, I know the dolls are going to leave me and I'm yeah, going to be right back to the hotel. But yeah. My new lawyer, my new... I don't even know whether to call it an attorney or a lawyer. What is it?
3: Um, I don't know. Counsel. That's counsel. A, my new... Um,
0: what's it called? Institution. Uh- <laughs> 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 so I was on the phone with him. He's amazing. Thank God I have a new one so we can get this show on the road. You Lord. seem to have a lot
2: of trouble in airports. I mean, between getting pat down, what, almost getting arrested
0: in one of them? Or like into America in Dubai? I think someone just put something on my record um, as a joke and it's just stayed with me. I don't know.
3: Well, you should get your own plane, girl. This is <laughs> I mean, all the trauma that comes with airports, just
0: get a plane. You can it's keep just... it in
3: the, you can keep it in your podcast room.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so where did you get the tarmac? It was just there. It was already <laughs> here. <laughs> I mean, that would be amazing, but I feel like we're a ways away from that. But end goal, life goal.
3: Nice. What day a week does your podcast come out?
0: Wednesdays. So it comes out at like midnight, right? Like everyone Mm else's. So it's kind of weird. So people, yeah, I feel like I get all my notifications at midnight. I'm like, great. I'm not going to sit for an hour and listen while I'm in bed. Um, But yeah, Wednesdays, hump day, baby. Yes. Middle of the week treat. Yes.
3: What's your favorite podcast out there? Do you listen to many?
0: I listen to, I mean, I listen to like all the drag queen ones. Obviously you in Alaska are way up there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also listen to, this is so weird, but like Bethany Frankel. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She has a a podcast with iHeartRadio and I feel like hers is just, she's such a wacky, wacky fucker. Like she could talk forever about the service she got last night at dinner. It's ridiculous. So I'm just like cracking up whether I'm like doing my hair or whatever. And she's just crazy, but she also gives really good business advice. She started Skinny Girl and she's Mm -hmm, like built mm -hmm. this billion dollar brand. So it's, Good to like hear how she did it, tips and tricks and stuff like that. So, but yeah, most of all, I just listen because she's crazy.
2: I know you're a very business oriented woman. Do you have anything in the works coming up that you can talk about with us?
0: Um, I mean, nothing I can talk about. Oh no! <laughs> but there's always something, you know. Yeah. We're we're always going, and I mean, I'm very excited for this cu- upcoming year, but also mostly next year. I feel like that's when it's going to be very going to be
3: lit. I love uh, flipping through your book because it's it lives next to my book on the bookshelf in Palm Springs. Our books are cousins. Um, mm-hmm. you you give great <laughs> shoplifting tips. Um, you know. <laughs> coming out journeys, two of them. There's so many wonderful things in your book. Is there any chance for a second book in the future? Maybe like one with post-its?
0: I mean, hello. I mean, your book was such an inspiration to me. I know I've said this probably a hundred times to you, but I'll say it again. The photos, the little tips to the side, all the all the like different like vibes in your book. You can just open it and really get into what you're seeing on that very page. You don't have to skip and get to the front of the chapter. Yeah. I just think it, it's such a great book. And just like Willem, it's like so chaotic, so much going on. You know, you keep, you keep seeing new things every single time you look at it. And I was just like, I kind of want to do one like this. And we have both like the soft paperback.
3: Yeah, we're like soft magazine, soft big magazines.
0: Exactly. There's always and it's something like, to flip to. Yeah, it's just like a little journal you you take with you. My favorite tip in your book is hiding a whole bottle of vodka in your wig. Oh yeah, Oh um,
3: yeah. My sister taught me that.
0: Yeah, that one's amazing because who's going to touch your hair? Not Nobody. the bouncer.
3: And if they do, uh, good luck. They need it. <laughs> the only the club. time they get to touch. Uh huh. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Well, we would like to thank you for coming on for our little tip spot. Thank you. We, we appreciate you. We see you, even though this is audio only. Um, and I, I mean, I would like to describe for the listeners what Gigi Gorgeous is wearing. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure this is Atelier Valentino. <laughs> yes. um, the headpiece is Philip Treacy, and she has on. Is that the new
0: Croc Balenciaga heel? It is. I actually need to give this back to you. Thank you for reminding me.
3: Yeah, I was wondering about that. We'll have our produ- we'll have our production send
2: over so- uh, uh, a van. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll have it ready. S- you stupid bitch! <laughs> right.
2: Make sure to go give her a follow if you aren't already at Gigi Gorgeous on Instagram, and check out Queerified with Gigi Gorgeous and Mimi, which comes out on Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Everywhere you get your pods. And uh, if you could send me Paul's wig over from the pool filter, that would be great, too. Yeah, I got stuck I, down there.
0: Yeah. Oh, my I God. That is long gone. Pins. Ah! <laughs>
2: the next we were like, the, year we're the cats gr-. peed on it, and we threw it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: well, love you guys. Thanks for having me on. Thank that you was so fun. much for coming. Bye. Thank you. Bye.
3: Meatball, I need you to turn on your headlamp. We're going to go in the dark. And please use the buddy system. Mm -hmm. Grab my hand. That's not my hand. Oopsies. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it, Meatball. We're going to send you down to HR and talk. Um, This is our very special segment where we like to go Spelunky, knocking, knocking Deep inside the DM. DM. This first message comes from Jack. It says, Dear Alaska, Willamette, Big Dipisha, and esteemed panel of guests. Ooh. And Meatball. Um, I seek your counsel since you're the smartest queens I know, sexually experienced, and emotionally intelligent too. So, this is a long one. I recently started chatting up a guy on a dating app who has a gainer feeder fetish. For those unfamiliar, it means he gets off on overeating, having a full stomach, and making his belly bigger. His dirty talk is often stuff like, I've been overeating every night this week, I'm bigger than the last time we talked, or asking if I'd make him eat more and more if I were his boyfriend. I usually like bigger guys. Bears, cubs, and other thick and juicy boys are totally in my wheelhouse. In fact, I've never really been attracted to muscle guys, hard bodies, chisels, abs, or anything like that, though I do happen to enjoy a partner who can motivate me to work out and make me a better me. The problem is there's something about gaining specifically that turns me off. I understand not all weight gain is the same. EG bodybuilders and bulkers gain weight to as muscle, but the gainer fetish is gaining belly fat in particular. I didn't realize that was this guy's thing until after we exchanged messages a few times over the last few weeks. I hope this isn't kink shaming, but to me, Gaining seems like a fetish with no end game. You can always want to be bigger and bigger, whereas something like a foot fetish or water sports doesn't have a prominent psychological long-term effect. It's hard to get into this guy's dirty talk when I don't really get off on imagining him getting bigger each week, but clearly he does. Plus, gaining has a lasting effect outside the bedroom. At the end of the day, pup play masks, leather gear, and musky drop shafts can come off, but a big belly will stick around after the sesh. Not to mention logistical problems. I'm certainly not trying to bottom after a night of binge and beer, pizza and ice cream with this guy. I don't mind an occasional indulgent night out, but when it's every day and when it's seemingly required to turn this boy on, it adds something unsavory, no pun intended, to the equation. Personally, my own weight journey has been a bit fraught, and maybe that's a factor here as well, perhaps projecting some insecurity. How can I turn him away without king-shaming or preaching? I'm trying to have tact, which is to say I don't think telling him the truth is the right move here. I hate ghosting people too. Part of me wants to let him know that this is a it's not you, it's me situation, but I I feel like that's something people say to make themselves feel better and perhaps for my own ego i'm wondering am i being too judgmental am i being fat phobic am i contributing to harmful weight obsessed gay culture or diet culture by rebuking this dude based on his gainer fetish sheesh i know that's a lot attached are some tasteful nude pics in varying states of turgidity for your enjoyment thanks jack well somebody's about to jack (laughs) yeah that's a that's a
2: full bush
3: full bush honey that might be a topiary even
2: uh, yeah, uh, the second pick, you can't even really see much except for bush.
3: Yeah, you could trim that into a dolphin, have it outside SeaWorld or Bush Gardens, maybe. A lovely topiary. Um, Jack seems nice. I love his beard and
2: his dick. Uh, what do you think? Have you ever had a guy uh, do this to you? I No, but I've had people try like slowly sneak up on me with a gainer fetish and like try to feed me more. Mm-hmm. Um, see, that's okay if it's dick. Yeah, but w- when they're trying to, but this seems like this person's like, I'm getting, ch- I'm getting thicker. Doesn't that turn you on? I don't understand because he says that he's just talking to him on an app. How hard is it to just like not talk to him anymore? He says he doesn't like
3: ghosting. I mean, I guess maybe he feels a responsibility to talk to every single person on an app. Um, I don't. I don't.
2: Uh, I would just say, sorry, dude, like, that's not really what I'm into. Uh, not to kink shame you, but it's not what I'm into. Goodbye.
3: Yeah, I would I would just I would just be like not into that part if you still want to hook up otherwise without that. No food in the bed. Yeah. And make sure
2: there's no crumbs either. Oh, that's the worst. I don't like people who eat in bed unless mm. it's my ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean the only advice I could give to you is like you have no real connection to this person other than you're just talking to him on an app. So just explain to him. It's not kink shaming to just say that like that's not something that I'm into. Just like if someone was like, let me suck on your toes, and you're like, I really don't want that. You're not kink-shaming them. It's just, like, not something that you want. Yeah, Goodbye.
3: I, I think that's fine. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye, Indy. From Matthew. Hi, Lasky, Wilhelmina, and Dippertina. I absolutely love Race Chaser, especially Classique, as I have finally convinced my boyfriend to watch the entire RPDR catalog. Classique allows me to give him a little trivia and behind-the-scenes info provided by your astute journalism. I have also fallen head over heels for the page pod, and am desperately trying to find the pageant in the Houston area, which I which I live in. My question is: Once someone wins one of the big pageants, like Continental, Gay USA, etc., does this mean they cannot enter that pageant again? Or is there some sort of waiting period before they can qualify to snatch a second crown? Attached is a photo for your viewing and descriptive pleasure. Thanks again for the wonderful podcast, Dolls and Dipper.
3: This is from Matthew.
2: And it's, Matthew. it's, it's always shocking how many people take pictures of their dicks in cars. Yeah. Wh- and, and we're not seeing Ball because he's pulling the underwear and shorts down because he's seated. So it's not a great angle on it. No, I mean I'd still find a way to
3: suck it. Yeah, no, I absolutely there wasn't a get cent- in there. Center console. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, then... um I love the trimming of the pubes. It's they're there, but it's like a hint of a pube.
3: Mm-hmm, a gentle whiff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the head is large, the shaft is shafty. I see some light veining uh similar to a Carrera marble. Um, I don't color know the pink. color is pink. Uh surprise pink. Uh, I don't know, but I think that once you've won the crown, you can't win again. That would make sense. Yeah,
2: that would kind of make sense. We'll have to Or there must be like a five year period where you can't compete again or something. Something.
3: I I, I know a guy in all Alaska.
2: (laughs) When she's
4: back. (laughs) Well, why would you want to? Win it twice? Just being a cunt. Just like look at me, I'll win again. (laughs) This was yeah, so it's fun like, the first time
2: winning. I think I'll do it again. It wouldn't it, to me. It just makes more sense. Like I have that crown. I'm gonna move on to the next thing and try to win that crown, and then like focus on getting collecting more crowns instead of collecting more of the same.
3: One would hope. Um... <laughs> This next message comes from Dominic. It says, hey, Alaska. Hey, Willem. My name is Dominic, and I'm a devoted race chaser podcast listener from Austria. If you ever come around there, I will call you my guest. I do serve a lot of gin. Okay. I have a fan question concerning Trinity. Maybe you have got intel that explains this facial phenomenon. Yesterday, I watched a Snatch Game of Love, and suddenly I was wondering, whatever happened to Trinity's beard? Is it like clip stick on beard? I am not sure if the community is even given... I'm not sure if the continuity is even given, but maybe this might be an observational interest for you two. Wish you the best. Greetings, Dominic. Um, Some of the the girls do facial uh, fake facial hair. I I know Akira has. Other girls have. But also, sometimes their boy interviews are filmed right when they get there and then sparsed up and parceled out over the whole course of the season wherever they need it. So maybe she showed up with a
4: beard.
2: Yeah. Also, they've talked about it on the show. Like they are wearing facial hair in the in the workroom, and then it disappears for for the episode.
4: How do those apply? Are they lace fronts or it's It's like a lace front?
2: Yeah. Sometimes it's a lace front. Sometimes
3: it's you put down um, spirit gum or an adhesive, and then you like take loose hair and then just trim like follicles on it, or some loose like uh, braiding hair, or the hair that comes wrapped up with a thread around it that's already like coiled kind of. You cut that, and it's like. Almost a pu- like a trim pub texture yeah. that you just pat it on so it stays, but not enough that it gets matted and glue all throughout.
4: Wow. That's, yeah. Different, there's different techniques. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the last question here. Oh, you
3: want to take it or do you want me to? You do. You can read. Word. My pod. (laughs) This comes from George. Hey there, Alaska, Willem, Big Dipper, and Meatball. Long time fan of the pod and figured I'd throw my hat into the ring asking for some advice. I've been a huge fan of Drag Race since season one. I remember watching it on VH1 with the volume turned really low and ready to change the channel in case anyone came in. In retrospect, (laughs) it was stupid since my family has always been supportive. I've never missed an episode and researched a lot of drag outside of Drag Race and find it a big part of my interest. My question is, what's your best advice for someone starting drag? late I'm in my late 20s and have never attempted any type of drag whatsoever nor can I dance recently (laughs) I have wanted to try to do drag to help me become less shy and the thought of creating a character that I had full control of is something I find very appealing it seems that drag is something I should have started years ago in order to become good at it and I'm afraid of starting to do it because I have no experience and wouldn't want to be judged for being a baby queen in the late 20s what advice do you have for millennial gays who want to start drag? Attached are some dick pics because it seems customary to send them. Hopefully they are up to your standards. Thank you, George.
2: I see one problem with him starting and It's where's he going to put all this meat? Right. Look at that. Look at that dick.
3: I got a spot for it. Um, the dick is a two-hander. Mm-hmm. Um, a prominent obelisk of um, pork.
2: Pink pork meat. Um, I love that it's greased up. It has a shine on it. Oh there's yeah, there's a a heavy vein running right down the middle of oh, it. Oh
3: baby, that's a pipeline. Oh okay, yeah. Um, I gotta, I gotta smoke a pipe and get on it. Um, <laughs> this is a beautiful dick. It's a uh, circumcised member. I see a a beauty mark. Um, gorgeous, just gorgeous for just me. It's
2: great. Um, and good nails too. It doesn't look like a nail biter. Yeah. When did you start drag? Uh, when I was 25. Will you stop? I wish. I wish. So you're
3: that. That's your late mid-twenties. Um, yeah. Did you feel any pressure um, starting later than some well, others? Well, I
2: don't... I kind of don't understand the question because most of the drag queens that I know did start around the same t- mid-twenties. I don't... I don't really know. I mean, now because of the pandemic, I know that there's a bunch of like 18-year-old like bedroom queens and like because of mm-hmm. RuPaul's drag race and stuff over the last few years, it's been starting younger and younger, but most of the drag queens that I've always been drawn to and are known have started in their 20s. I know you started when you were 3. <laughs>
3: um I my first paid gig I think I was 16. Yeah. So, I I've, I've always done it. I Here's the thing, if you have drag but you can't dance, what do you, you are you going to be a mixed queen? Are you going to have a fierce mix? Like I need a to know more. Queen. Are you just getting in drag to go out? So you're less shy. Like where, where are you going with your drag? Do you want to, pre- do you even want to perform or do you just want to go out and drag and get compliments and get people to talk to you that way? Because you can do that.
2: There's a whole career of that.
3: Yeah. You don't need to dance.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, just, I don't think st- I, one rude starting in your mid twenties is not late. To, oh, I thought you just, just heard me fart and you were like rude. <laughs> no, but I did see you lean. Um, <laughs> Two, let it out. Just get, in, just get in drag and go out. It's not that big of a deal anymore. It's truly like you could ride the subway in drag now and no one will say anything to you. Yeah. Honestly. And here's the way to get into drag if you want to get into
3: drag for the first time, you don't know how to show any drag queen that you know or co op to in a bar your, your cock and she will want. <laughs> She will want to play with it and say, "Well, can you put some mel- m- makeup on me, please?" And she'll say, "Cuss
2: that dick," and then you let her blow you, and then she'll get you up and drag. Yeah, that seems like a fair trade to me. I think go ahead and do it. And even if you can't dance, who cares? Because I can't dance. Just become a prop queen. Yeah, jump in pools, ruin yeah, people's filters, steal people's steal people's Barbies at their parties. Yeah, that's what
3: nice girls do. That's drag yeah. stealing. So, if, in order to start drag, we need you to steal, trade sexual services for um, for makeup, and put that
2: meat away, girl. After. Yeah. Tuck, tuck it back. Or you could be the dick queen. There just are a not, lot of dick not, queens. You could just be in a jock strap, titties out. Christine. Yeah. Yeah. Christine or, uh, Boots. Who's the one from New York? Reefy. Oh, she gets her dick out? I don't think she gets her dick out, but she's not a tucker. Not a tucker? Not a tucker.
3: She's not Tony Tucker? not a tanya tucker okay um yeah i've seen his dick anyway it's gorgeous um lovely lovely penises all around i hope that drag fills every hole in your heart um from where your parents didn't love you or wherever you want to do it uh what's his name and now what
2: made you start George. drag was it because your parents didn't love you
3: me oh i started it because um i like shiny things and mm-hmm. wigs And uh, people paid me more attention when I had those things on. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, this is a career. I can do this.
2: Um, (laughs) What made you start drag? Sadness. I I got dumped and then I was like, I'm going to fucking have a good time. And I watched, after I got dumped, I watched every season of RuPaul's Drag Race that was like out at that point. That was my coping mechanism.
3: Oh God, what year was that? that Isn't that dark? Isn't that dark? (laughs) Yes. Um... (laughs) we as bottoms get to choose our drag queen (laughs) (laughs) hey thank you so much for listening to hot goss
2: this week and thank you to our guest host the illustrious meatball yes you can hear me twice a week on sloppy seconds right here on the mom network and thank you so much to our tip spot miss Gigi gorgeous yes If you want to talk to Willem in Alaska, go ahead and send your questions via email to racechaserpod at gmail.com. No, you got to read it right. Racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, thank you so much.
3: As always, we have bonus video content available at patreon.com slash Willem. And you can search for that content by hitting race chaser in the little search board, just scroll down. You'll see it. It's not hard. And just give us the money, like 99 cents. You can watch all the videos. We need the money. Honestly, wigs are expensive. And we will continue to release some of that wonderful content for free on our YouTube channels. Now that it's like older. Um, so you can subscribe to Willem that's me and Alaska on YouTube and hit the bell icon. So, you know, when new videos go up and subscribe that helps, yeah. especially and if you're not shadow it, banned.
2: Make sure that you go and double check your Willem subscription because they will unsubscribe you for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can follow everyone here on Instagram at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000, and at race chaser pod, and at Paka, and at spiciest meatball. Mm, spiciest is your meatball spicy? It's a little dry right now. Oh. <laughs>
3: Well, um, that link on Instagram under the Race Chaser Pod has lots of resources and things to look at, places to donate money in support of the Black Lives Matter movement, and a link to aapip.org to help combat increased anti-Asian violence. We would love for you to get the vaccine, wear a mask, wash your hands and ass, and stay safe and healthy, please. And we will be back next week with more piping, steaming, Steaming. scalding, (laughs) Boiling! Hot Goss ah, The scent bird got out Shut the window, the scent bird's out <laughs> The porpoise ain't the scent bird Oh my
0: god
1: Hot Goss is a forever dog podcast
3: Produced by Big Dipper
1: Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio and Alex Ramsey
3: Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts Our theme song is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises This goss is hot